Chaosu. Chaosu. Are we just going to say Chaosu at the start of everything now? Maybe. It's like a reflex now. If you'd like to learn more about Chaosu, <laughs> watch maybe one episode of the Reborn series. Don't watch all of it. Why not? They're all very good. <laughs> Watch all of the all of the episodes of our reborn podcast that will come out at some point. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you hyped? I'm hyped. Thought I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we just finished recording note number nine. Mm. <laughs> and then Richard informed me that note number ten is It's it's remarkably similar. Mm. Uh, note number 10 is also in Cathedral Ward, and it's it's on the way to Vicar Amelia. And a lot of people miss this. I've, I've had a lot of people message me to say, like, hey, did you know that there's, like, a note on the way to Amelia? And it's easy to miss because it's like on the the raised kind of area to the side of where the stairs are, so it's not directly in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's got a light. It's got a light source next to it to draw your attention to it. The problem being that because there's a light source there, the actual light source note doesn't really stand out, so people just run past it. But it's on this, like, it's like a little mini sort of altar that they've made, where it's there's like a, a cloth and then there's candles around it. Mm-hmm. And on this, so this is not a note held up by messengers, it is just like, presumably it's written, like, on that thing. And it says, Heir to the ritual of blood, purveyor of ministration, place your hand on the altar's sacred covering and inscribe Master Lawrence's adage upon your flesh. Rich, I feel like this is the first time I've seen this note. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, like like I was saying, they just run past it because yeah. it's really hard to... Yeah. Wow. Well, I learned something today. See, these note podcasts are important. Yeah. Yeah. I learned something. Yeah. And I've been doing podcasts with the yeah. great JSF for like, how long now? Uh, about 14 months. Cool. (sighs) (laughs) Now, it should be stated that even though you were not given the instruction to place your hand on Lawrence's skull and learn the adage by this note, you still did it. Like you had, you have made it past Vicar Amelia in the um in the almost four years since this game came out. Oh my god, I was so confused. Yeah, you're talking to me. Yes. Ah, oh, okay. I thought you were talking to the viewer. No. So I think, <laughs> but I imagine like a lot of the viewers who didn't notice this note still figured out yeah. what to do yeah, yeah. because. Lawrence's skull has a giant glowing orb in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. 
Well, okay, Richie, you worried me. You made it sound like this note was exactly like the previous note, but really it's not. It's nothing like the previous note. I'd say it's maybe 70% like the previous note. No, 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 no. No, I will show you. Okay. Heir to the Ritual of Blood. What does that mean? I think this note is for Vicar Amelia. Oh, because it says Heir of the Ritual of Blood. Purveyor. Purveyor of Ministration. What is a purveyor? Like someone who, um, like, gives out ministration. Okay. So this tells us about the role of Viker Emilia. Yeah, like, the the one we did before is, like, you need the adage in the Grand Cathedral as the password. And this is, like, to get the adage, now that you're in the Grand Cathedral, touch the skull. Mm-hmm. But... Richie, you think uh, this discussion is going to be over if you just... No, I don't. I don't, because I lost one for 25 minutes. <laughs> okay. And ended up with us talking about sugar-free blood with guava. <laughs> okay. Because I, I feel like you were trying to pull a fast one on me by explaining the note and going ahead of the timeline, ahead of the of the outline that I have written out for us. No, I'm just, I'm just rolling with it. Okay. All right. So, heir to the ritual of blood, purveyor of ministration. What does this tell yes. us about Viker Emilia? That she is heir to the ritual of blood and purveyor of ministration. Like, that's that's why I say, like, the note is clearly it's for her. Okay. It's not, it's, like, written on something that, like, she was studying. It's not held up by messengers. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. And then it says... So, yeah, I, I think, like, maybe oh. she's, um... This might be the, the first time she's become the vicar. Okay. Because, like, she's... Like, yeah, um... She may, she may be, like, the last person left at this point. Okay, well, this is interesting, because then it yeah. says, Place your hands on the altar sacred cover- covering and inscribe mm. Master Lawrence's adage into your flesh. So basically, the note is literally telling you, "Hey, Viker Emilia, touch the skull to learn yeah. the adage." Yeah. Does she do it? No. <laughs> no, no, Richie. She was like, "Okay, well, that's one interpretation. What I'm gonna do <laughs> is I'll pray to the skull <laughs> and learn the adage this way." <laughs> well, may- maybe because she's got the wrong adage, she touched the skull, and she's like, "That's not right. That's not canon." <laughs> Also, Lawrence wasn't a beast, he was a person. This is very confusing. (laughs) I'm just going to keep doing what we've been doing for the last 20 years and hope it works. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, so, who do you think loved this note? I don't know. I guess, like, whoever came before Amelia. Yeah, you touched on this before. And it looks like some sort of instruction, like something passed down from Vicar to Vicar, let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And why do you think they would want a Vicar to know the real adage? That's a good question. Um, it introduces a plot hole that we kind of touched on in the previous note. And then you said, don't mention it. <laughs> you may mention it now. Okay, right. 
the choir are trying to get to Bergenworth, correct? Uh, maybe. Like, they're, they're there. Okay. And they, like, have this convoluted, like, secret cave ladder thing that they're using to get to and from Forbidden Woods via Yosefka's clinic. Mm-hmm. The reason they're doing that is because they can't open the password door. Because they need the adage as the password. Like, the way they're doing it now is so overly complicated. That, like, even if they decided it was easier to sneak in the back of Forbidden Woods, they would have at least tried using the door at some point. So they can't use the door because they don't know the adage. Mm-hmm. But there's literally a piece of paper that says, FYI, to learn the adage, <laughs> do this. Okay, but Richie, um, let's say Victor Emily became a vicar recently. So yep. maybe this paper was located like in some book or something. And what she did is she actually just rolled it out put it on this table, she was getting ready to, like, touch the skull, and we interrupted her. You know, maybe she was in the process of doing it. Yeah, like, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible the choir don't know about this note. It's just, like, it's really weird because they talk about the choir, like, they call them the upper echelon of the church. So, really, they should not, like, they should be privy to stuff that Amelia's not privy to. No, no, no. No. Because... Okay, because let's think about this logically. The adages fear the old blood, but Lawrence sort of changed the adage up a little bit to say seek the old blood, right? Well, that's a good question because we don't know when it changed. Okay, well, at some point it changed from fear to seek, and that's a pretty big change. Yeah, but we don't know who did that. Okay, but let me finish talking. Okay. Okay, so maybe this is sort of like a secret. Yeah. Maybe only the vicars are entitled to know that, like, oh, listen, this is this is the secret. It's the big reveal. Yeah, it, it's, it's just odd that, like, the choir who are supposed to be, like, they call them... Yeah, they call them yeah. the upper echelons, but they're okay. not vicars. Yeah. Lawrence didn't call himself the choir. He called himself vicar. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, Lawrence disappeared before there was a choir, probably. Yeah, so maybe that's the thing. It's tradition. Yeah. It's passed down from vicar to vicar, and that just didn't change yeah. with time. Yeah, it's just weird that no one no one is, has, like, brought this up. <laughs> also, like, if you're in the choir and you're in Upper Cathedral Ward, you're literally, like, directly above where this note is. Like, there's, like, a dead choir member up, like, on the balcony overlooking the altar. Okay, Richie, what yeah. if choir members did find the note, they read it, and they're like, gotta pray to the skull. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what I think, like, this this used to be? What? Oh, okay, this, this, this is new, like, cut content, okay. actually, yeah. that we can talk about, because it hasn't been shown off. Mm-hmm. You know how in the DLC, the, the altar goes up, it's like an elevator, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's got, so, consequently, <laughs> because it goes up, 
it's got these, like, pulleys attached to the sides of it, where the chain goes. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the altar in the Waking World Grand Cathedral also has those, mm. but they're made invisible. Mm. And this, this turned up when, oh, God, who was it? I can't, it's someone I know from Laura's server. Possibly Laura. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'll record myself saying who it was, <laughs> and then we can splice that back in. They extracted the model of the altar from the game, and it has those, it has, like, the places for the chains to go in mm-hmm. it. So, even before the DLC, the idea of the altar raising and lowering was in there. But this is something you have mentioned before, saying that- No, but we didn't have, we didn't have proof before. Now we do have proof it happened, because it is in, it's like, the model is designed so it can do that. Yeah. It's not like- Hypothetically, looking at the construction of it, it probably went up and down. We now 100% know it went up and no, down. No, you 100% know there were chains. You don't know if they were functional. <laughs> so they're just, they're just decorative chains. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's, like, it's like a steampunk convention. Yeah, exactly. We just like attach all these decorative cogs and chains to everything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing that I think... We've almost certainly mentioned this, but I can't remember where. Mm -hmm. Is that in the Project Beast trailer, you see a human skull on the altar. Yes. Yeah. And And you see a beast skull and it's underground. Yes. Yeah. So I think the idea behind, like, the Lawrence's memory in the skull is that there'd be, like, the public altar with a human skull on Mm -hmm. it. That's ostensibly Lawrence's skull, and if you touch it, you learn nothing because it's not actually a skull. It's just like Madman's knowledge. Then at some point, and I think like maybe the pendant was part of this because you shove a pendant in a skull in the DLC, and I'm pretty sure they're reusing the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, that would somehow activate the altar, and it would raise up and reveal that there was the beast skull underneath it, and that's what we would learn about Lawrence's past from. Yeah. 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 So I think that's the cause of this being slightly odd that like there's the beast skull with the adage right there, but no one seems to act. Everyone acts like it's not mm-hmm. like surely if you knew that Lawrence turned into a monster, you wouldn't then be going, hmm, yes, we should continue seeking the <laughs> old blood. This is a good idea. You'd be thinking, wait, wait a minute. Something's a little off here. <laughs> No, but yeah, you did mention it. I think even in one of yeah. our earlier podcasts, and uh, yeah. I yeah, I agreed with you in that. It would yeah. make more sense. I'm going to go and check Laura's server uh, to see who it was that found out about the altar. No, so I'm actually really happy that like there's some sort of confirmation, some sort of uh, backing to your theory. Because I really, really like the idea of there being like the secret thing, and then you learn it. And I wish, I wish it was more like that than what we got. Hang on, hang on. I figured out who it is, but everyone keeps changing their names. On this server, I'm called Mimi. It's very confusing. <laughs> Mimi is called Richard. <laughs>
Anyway, you can keep talking while I while well, I well, like I keep talking to myself. Twitter followers. Oh, hey, sin, you can keep talking. Well, you oh, mate, do you have an opinion? I yeah, because you ignored it. I told you it while you were looking. I was talking, and then you were just ignoring me. So I'm like, okay, okay, I guess Rich is mass bully. Yeah, I listened. Your opinion is that my opinion is correct. Yeah, pretty much. Do you have a Mr. Puffs in Australia? I don't think so. It's a Greek pastry shop, and they make these delicious donut holes. They're really, really amazing and addictive. You can get a box of 10, I think, a box of 30, or a box of 50. But they're like giant donut holes. So 50 is a lot. I yeah. have gotten a box of fifty. What What do you do with them? You eat them. I know, but like at at once. How long does it last? It depends on who you are. <laughs> and you can get like for the little box of ten, you get one topping. For the box of thirty, you get two toppings, and for the box of fifty, you get three toppings. They're all very good. I really like the chocolate topping, the maple syrup topping, and the caramel toppings. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go back to to Amelia now? No, I want to keep talking about Mr. Puffs, and I remembered it because I have their cards. They give you cards, and when you buy um, buy a box, they like stamp it. So after one, two, three, four, five, six, after like six boxes, you get a seventh box free. Is this our new sponsor? (laughs) Not yet, but maybe they will be after they hear this. Well, th- look, this this is how much Sin talks about food without being paid. <laughs> so imagine. <laughs> just imagine how much she'd talk about donuts if there was some kind of incentive. <laughs> okay, so what were you saying? I was looking up who it was that found the the chains on the side of the altar. I don't think they're on Twitter, and I don't know what their other social media is, but they are called Blue. Mm. Thank you, Blue. And they are a friend of Gina's. Thank you, Blue. Thank you for your hard work. Okay. So, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I really like that idea. I wish it was more like that in Blue, in the finished game. Yeah, because it make it makes very little sense that the healing church are trying to like. I don't know. I guess at this point they've given up pretending they're not producing horrible monsters. But like <laughs> the idea that that they were looking after people in this room with the altar and everything, but then also the skull on the altar is clearly a horrible werewolf. Yeah, and one of the people's like, "Hey, hey, whose skull is that?" And they're like, "What skull?" <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oops, and then they pull the thing. (laughs) The altar shifts around. But I think it would have been awesome to experience the story this way, where you don't really suspect anything, and then you find Lawrence's skull, and you're like, oh my god, that's what happened? Yeah, I think the issue is that, like, the first boss is the cleric beast. So, 
just right from the beginning of the game, it's clear that the clerics are the ones transforming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the original, like, it would have been that you went to the altar and then you went to the altar looking for Father Norbert. And then the cleric beast would jump down into the altar, you'd kill it, and then the reveal is the cleric beast was Father Norbert. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool, because, again, you see the cleric beast, but let's say you miss the cleric beast. If you miss the cleric beast, you see Gascoigne transform. But then, when you go to the cathedral, if you forget that Gascoigne transformed, (laughs) you see Vicarabilia transform in front of your eyes. Yeah, well, like, go- going off the original progression, like, the reveal of, like, the big beast would have been around where Amelia is. But the thing is, they sort of, like, like it's an arresting opening, but the way that they kind of, like, show you the cleric beast almost immediately kind of diminishes, like, the build-up to it. Because I actually love the reveal of the cleric beast itself. Like, you walk, at least for me as a new player, uh, who had no idea about what Soulsborn is or what's it about so you just go into this yeah. this little bridge right or whatever and you keep going and yeah. you don't suspect anything and then this thing pops up and then you try to run away but there's a fog wall behind you and you're just like oh my god what is this I thought that was amazing yeah but I wish maybe the monster would have been different you know I was going through all the cut dialogue and like in Japanese and you know how he's father Norbert and sometimes father Herbert yeah and we were like, oh, I guess he was Norbert and they changed it to Herbert because it sounded better. Is it two different people? No. He's, his name in the Japanese script is, is like Herbert. It's like Heroberto. Okay. Okay, yeah. The, the English translators called him Norbert. Oh. <laughs> they thought that was... <laughs> I'm like, well, listen, I don't like this name. It'd be much cooler if he was called Norbert. <laughs> Oh, Oh, another thing, another thing I found right in all these things I've been looking up is that there's multiple Lawrence flashbacks. Oh yeah? Like what? And I guess like, okay, well, well, there's, there's the one way that's triggered by you touching the skull, but then there's a later one where he's talking to German and I'm like, is this clearly he can't have two skulls? Maybe he had two So, like, is this just... Well, I'm wondering, like, was there, like, another... Like, maybe back when, like, the bloodletting beast was Lawrence, was there an idea that, like, you'd get one flashback from killing him in the chalice dungeons and then another one in the... in the cathedral? Or, like, is it... Is it, like, a flashback from German's POV or something? Mm. Like... Because the scene is of Lawrence leaving German behind. Okay. So I'm wondering if, like, I don't know. So, I mean, obviously, maybe you found, like, German's corpse or something is Waking World once. Oh. And, like, you could, because it's a flashback of Lawrence saying, like, don't worry, German, I won't be long. <laughs> the light detector showed that was a lie. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Um, well, we're veering off topic a little bit, but I think that's a really good thing to talk about in a separate podcast. We're veering off topic in this in this series that routinely spends half an hour talking about one sentence. <laughs> but <laughs> the, 
the, the people responsible for sketchy boss arenas are now concerned that they're going off topic. No, what I'm saying is I think what you're saying now would be a really good separate yeah. podcast. With all the cut yeah. stuff you've been finding. Have you been yeah. taking notes? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's useful because um, when I say we have, like, it raw out of the game, it's all numbered. Mm-hmm. So we know exactly what lines happen in what order and what lines are part of the same scene and what ones aren't. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And we know that Heruberuto <laughs> is his Japanese name and some fucker decided <laughs> to change it to Norbert. I feel like Loki would have a word or two to say to that person. <laughs> Was like Herbert is very clearly like a reference to Herbert West Reanimator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Norbert. Norbert West Reanimator. Refer- a reference to the Eddie Murphy film. <laughs> oh god, imagine Norbert West Reanimator is like it's like reanimated but starring Eddie Murphy in a latex suit. <laughs> <laughs> True horror. <laughs> 